Good morning, all listeners. It's Sunday, December 18th, 2022. It's 8.30 a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode 205 of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. I'm Boogie, and I am the Baron. Ladies and gentlemen, happy Sunday. Fun day. We are back. We are back for episode 205, Sunday NFL games. Cannot wait to go through the week 15 slate. We have some NFL games yesterday, some college football, some college hoops. We want to start the show off real quick before we dive into our NFL picks for today. Congratulating my partner Boogie on an 8-2-1 record yesterday. 80% against the spread. My man swept it in college hoop. Swept it in the bowl season. Did great in the NFL. Good job, my man. You did a good job yesterday. Ah, uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the shout out. I uh, love it. Um, you know, this is the boogie's time of the year. Uh, diving in early in November, December, yep. and we come strong for the new year. Get ready for March Madness and make some money for everybody. Just some highlights of Boogie's winners yesterday: Oregon State minus eight, a thirty to three victory against Florida out here in Vegas. Fresno State minus four against Washington State. They won 29-6. Southern Miss laying six and a half to Rice. They won 38-24. So three for three right there in the bowl games. Four bugs. When you dive into his NFL, uh, a push on the Vikings. The Vikings had the largest comeback in NFL history, down 33 points at halftime to come back and defeat the Indianapolis Colts in overtime by a final score of 39-36. Down 33 nothing and a half. The Vikings come back and get the push there. Um, Boogie had the Browns laying the points 13-3. Also had the under. So double winner for Boogie there. And Miami plus 7.5 in Buffalo. Buffalo with a field goal as time expires to beat the Dolphins and clinch their fourth consecutive playoff spot. 32-28. So Boogs and those two sports absolutely kicked ass. But as usual, the best sport of all for us, as always, every year, year in and year out, College basketball, Kansas minus five and a half, blowout winner, Arizona minus three and a half. They won by five. Um, you um, also had, let me see, what else did UConn. you have? UConn was the big one. UConn 68-46 at Butler, laying seven and a half. And the Houston Cougars go on the road and beat Virginia. An absolute demolition by my partner, and he really carried me yesterday, so I appreciate that. No problem. Anytime, man. That's what we're here for, to help each other out, help everybody else out. Had a late night winner also with Arizona. Uh, kind of got uh, kind of got backdoor a little bit here with UNLV yep. as uh, they lost by two, laying six and a half. They were up, my friend. Yeah. Our local uh, fan base over here, they were up nine with three minutes to go. Blew it. And uh, did not score another point. And San Francisco winds up going on an 11 0 run. Mm-hmm. That UNLV minus six and a half looked real good with three minutes to go. And uh, UNLV just uh, killed that vibe. But nonetheless, I came out a nice winner last night with Arizona. Yes, sir. Running Rebels' first loss of the year. Boogie all over it. Cashing a lot of tickets. That's why, for our listeners out there, our loyal listeners, I suggest you get a partner to, to handicap with. Because, you know, if you get a team, you know, me personally and, and Boogie, we have a team of cappers. So, like, we have a lot of people that we can lean on. And, you know, for instance, it's perfect because of yesterday, Boogie crushes it. I had a tough day, and I just flipped the, flipped the script midway through the day. I start tailing him. He bails me out of a tight spot. That's why you have a team because sometimes it's just not your day. Right. It's how the industry works. So if you have a multitude of people, if you have a team of cappers that have their own 
angles at this thing and your your system isn't working. I did watch the movie 21 last night, so I'm all about that. <laughs> the blackjack system and counting cards and stuff right great now. Movie, great movie. If your system, you know, because I cap differently than Boogie, who caps differently than the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. So if your system isn't working that day, there's going to be another system that is. And yesterday that system was Boogie's system. So he bailed me out of a spot. I'll own it. I had a bad Saturday, but I'm looking to have a nice rebound here on Sunday. It's going to be a good. It's all about. It's going to be a good day. It's already starting off good for me. Um, I think I mentioned on a previous pod. I do. I do have a future bet on Argentina at seven and a half to one. I bet it in the summertime for them to win the World Cup. Um, they are up two nothing right now in the championship game against France in the 72nd minute. Leo Messi had a penalty kick at 23, and Di Maria at 36. Two goals in the first half. Argentina a 2 nothing lead, only about 18-plus extra time away from Leo Messi's first World Cup championship, sending him off into the sunset. Um, I also have a flat bet on Argentina today, minus $1.20. So hang on, Argentina. Let's go, baby. We'll update you before the uh, the end of the pod to let you know who wins the World Cup as we will probably be done recording once the game is over. But I want to dive right in to the NFL. Um, it's already 8.30. These games are starting in about an hour and a half. So we want to get this out to you guys as soon as possible because we have a very interesting slate of games. A lot of games with playoff implications as well. Um, yesterday, a lot of things transpired in the postseason with Buffalo clinching their fourth consecutive postseason with Josh Allen. Um, and they hang on to the one seed for one more week. So no matter what happens, Bills will be the one seed going into the next week. Um, Baltimore, who fell today or fell yesterday to Cleveland, um, it was a catch-22 because Baltimore, they still are the division. Well, no, they're no longer the division leaders. They dropped to the five seed. Bengals now leaders of the division. Bengals, though, have to win today in Tampa to maintain that AFC North lead. A loss will flop them in Baltimore again if they both go to 9-5. and five. The Cleveland Browns actually kept their seasons alive with the victory here, getting to 6-8. and eight. So, Cleveland's still alive after that win. Baltimore dropping a little bit. We'll see what happens with Cincy today. And then, um, obviously, the Colts still somehow mathematically eliminated. But I think after blowing that 33-point lead, the Colts are probably going to be finding their way out of the postseason here in the coming weeks. Minnesota, Minnesota for them, what was on the line, Boogie, was that two seed. A loss by Minnesota would have propelled San Francisco to the two. But San Francisco, or Minnesota showed some grit, man, down 33 points, came back and won, and they continue to hang on to the two seed, and they clinch. The NFC North with that win. I mean, it's a great job by Minnesota to not give up. I mean, 33-0, you could just basically cash that day out. Yeah. Um, and, and this this team wound up, uh, I mean, and again, this was something I asked you yesterday. Is is it is this a bad is it a bad loss for, for Indianapolis or is it a great win for Minnesota? Yeah. Uh, Jeff Saturday, you know, he had his guys going first first half and just uh, couldn't do it. Great defense and Fell effort on the first half and, and got shut down in the second half. And yeah. Great comeback by Minnesota. That's something that uh, obviously will stick, uh, I think, for a long time with that uh, Indianapolis team. And it still boils down for Indianapolis to an anemic offensive performance. You know out of those 33 points, they only scored one offensive touchdown. They had a pick six, they had a block punt to the house, and they had a whole bunch of field goals. Mm-hmm. They only yep. got in the end zone one time on offense. Yeah. Second bad. half, that. that proved to be very costly because they didn't they scored a field goal in the second half, and that was it. That was done. So Indianapolis dropping a four nine and one um on their way out, would need to win out and need a hell of a lot of help for, to stay alive here. They actually could be eliminated today, depending on who wins and who loses. 
<coughs> our last game last night was a classic Buffalo and Miami. Buffalo got the revenge against Miami, um, getting a 32-29 victory. It started snowing towards the end of the game. A Tyler Bass field goal. I don't know if you saw it. It was great. His offensive linemen were clearing out the snow for him. He kicks it. He runs to the 50. does like a little dives into the snow. All the players pile on top of each other. Buffalo clinches a playoff berth. That loss for Miami drops into 8-6, and six, and they now occupy the sixth seed in the American Football Conference with a lot of 7-6 and six teams and 6-8 and eight teams right on their tail. So, Margin for error. Miami's now quietly lost three in a row going through a gauntlet of games and uh, losing to San Francisco, losing to the Chargers, and now losing to the Bills, which acceptable losses. All these teams are playoff teams, but it's going to be tough. As of right now, the playoff picture is stacked, and a lot of games today are going to be heavily weighed on this postseason. Mm -hmm. So we will see what we can come up with today. It's a little bit of a shorter slate because we did have the Thursday night game, and we had three games yesterday. So it's a little bit of a shorter slate. allows us to kind of get right to it a little bit faster. Um, We'll start with our first of several 10 a.m. games, and it's the Eagles and the Bears. And it's a prototypical situation of the Bears just trying to play spoiler. We notated yesterday the Chicago Bears have been mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. Um, they host Philly today. Philly is undefeated on the road, six and zero, twelve and zero, or twelve and one straight up. Best record in the league. They occupy the one seed. They have a uh, they have a, right now a one and a half game lead on Minnesota. So. A win here pushes them to a two-game lead, and they have the tiebreaker. A loss here, a one-game lead, and a tiebreaker over Minnesota. Um, doesn't look like much of a game that uh, Philly should lose. They've been rolling, and uh, Chicago is just so inconsistent. You know, barely averaging 20 a game. Philly's won uh, four in a row. Chicago's lost like eight in a row. So it's kind of been a tough uh, season for the Bears. I'm wondering if they pack it in here, and I'm not really sure what they're going to do. So what do you... um? What are you thinking here, uh, Boogie? Bears, Eagles. Justin Fields is back. I mean, they had a bye last week. Um, you know, he was uh, unhealthy for a few weeks, and so I, I think he's I think he's back to being a hundred percent. But this Eagles team is not the team he probably wants to play right now. Um, and then uh, this is the team that he's probably going to have to lose to again. But I want to talk on the Eagles a little bit here on the offensive side of things. This team is clicking. Uh, Jalen Hurts, unbelievable MVP season. And the Eagles laying the 8.5 might worry you a little bit. Um, Honestly, I like the first half in this game. Okay. First half, Eagles minus 5.5. The Eagles have averaged uh, 24 points in the first half. Uh, over the last five games, yep. I'm taking the Eagles minus five and a half in the first half. I like the Eagles also for the game, so you can put me down for the Eagles minus eight and a half as well. First half, full uh, game first split. half, first game. I think this is a got a blowout written all over it. They probably win by about seventeen to twenty points. Give me the Eagles. I'll take that all day long. So Boogie giving you two plays in one first half full game split. What we mean by that is, you know, we obviously you bet on a unit system, so you split it up half the unit on the first half, half the unit on the full game. Um, Philly, like you said, a really good first half team. They actually lead the NFL in NFL history. The Eagles this season have the largest um, margin of victory in the second quarter in NFL history. Right, they're on a so, roll. So there you go. There's that. I am. Uh, I'm tying this in a little bit differently. There's a game later, the Cowboys at the Jaguars that we're talking about. Dallas is obviously coming off that really tight win against the Texans. I think they that's going to open their eyes and wake them up here. And if you do an Eagles-Dallas-Cowboys two-team money line parlay, it's only minus 118. 
So you can lay 1.18 units on that. It's like a flat bet. Eagles to beat the Bears, Cowboys to beat the Jags. That's going to be my official play. I also have a total um, outlook in the Cowboys-Jags game, which we'll get to later. But my first official play is going to be this Eagles team to beat the Bears and tying it with the Cowboys to beat the Jaguars at minus 118 odds. A lot of people are thinking maybe it's a look-ahead spot for both teams, but um, the margin for error for these two teams are, are zilch. They need to keep winning. It's playoff football now. There's only a few weeks to go. Eagles and Dallas, two-team Moneyline parlay, minus 118. We go to the NFC South, a rivalry renewed, the New Orleans Saints and the Atlanta Falcons. We have Desmond Ritter, the rookie quarterback from Cincinnati, making his NFL debut this week. Mm. They finally sat down Mariota. They're bringing in Desmond Ritter. It's going to be interesting. It's a rivalry renewed. Um, the two quarterbacks that started the year are not the two quarterbacks in this in this game. You have a rookie against a 35-year-old Andy Dalton. We'll see how it all shakes out. Um, the Saints have lost four of their last five. They're coming off that heartbreaking Monday night loss to Tampa, and then they had a bye week to think about it. They're back at home here, and the Falcons have also lost four or five coming off a bye. So what gives here, Boogie, down in New Orleans today? I mean, the Saints actually have to. They have the defense still. They're playing at home. They're playing against a rookie quarterback uh, in his debut. Uh, Desmond Ritter, I was looking forward to seeing how he can do in this spot. But the fact of the matter is the Falcons are not a very good team. They showed some promise early on. They, like you said, not doing very well over the last month or so. Uh, the Saints in history are 7-3, and three, their last 10 against the Falcons. Yes, they are. They, uh, the Falcons are also 1-5-1 and one against the spread, their, uh, their last 7. Uh, give me the Saints today. Uh, the line just jumped to four and a half. I'm going to go ahead and buy it down to a half, down to four. Okay. Saints minus four points uh, is my play for that game. New Orleans minus four to take care of business at home. Atlanta has struggled against the Saints, especially in this building. Um, I'm going with a total here. And the last three games between these two teams, they've all scored into the 50s. Um, my opinion on this is I think that Andy Dalton and that offense can score some points. And I think Desmond Ritter is going to be, I think he'll be good, but a little erratic. So I think he'll put up some points. I think he might give some points away. Um, all you need is four, over 43 here. The last three times these teams met, they've scored into the 50s. They're in a, And it's because they're in a dome. Right. It's, it's no on a dome. Dome, is a dome is an over-better's dream. I'm going with that. My first flat bet play here of the pod, Falcons, Saints, over. So boogie on the Saints. And I'm on the Falcon Saints over. Lions and the Jets. Um, big game with playoff implications as both of these teams are right outside of the playoff picture. Yep. I'm not saying this is an elimination game, but whoever wins this game is going to go a long way in uh, predicting what's going to happen in their season. No Mike White. Uh, we thought he was going to give it a go after getting absolutely crushed by the Bills last week. He's a gamer, man, and he really wanted to play but the doctor wouldn't clear them. The Jets have actually lost three of their last four. Um, they're coming off that 20-12 to 12 loss in Buffalo. They played them really tough. Lions have won four or five. So kind of two teams heading in opposite directions here. Up in the Meadowlands today, Zach Wilson will be the quarterback for the Jets. And um, we'll have to see how everything uh, shakes out. One of the bigger games of this morning slate, Boogie, because when you look at the playoff picture, the Lions sit at 6-7. and seven. Um, right on the heels of the Seahawks, Giants, and Commanders. And the Jets are 7-6. and six. 
They're tied with the Chargers and the seven seed Patriots, and now the eight and six Dolphins. So, what gives here in a battle between two teams that desperately need a win to help their playoff hopes? Yeah, honestly, I I, I I'm rooting for both teams here uh, to get into the playoffs because. You know, both of these teams have had some hard times over the last several years. Um, but I think you got to root more for the Lions at this point. Uh, the way that they've been so hard-pressed to be able to, to get winning seasons going. Um, the Jets have uh, had struggles too. I think Robert Sala has got them in, in a, uh, a very good uh, shape for the near future. Um, this game flip-flopped uh, as well on the line. The Lions were a favorite, short favorite. Now the Jets are minus one. Zach Wilson's back. Unfortunately for Mike White, I think he's got a better spirit and actually a better uh, head in 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 uh, the way that teamwork plays and yeah. everything that a quarterback and a leader needs in yeah. in a quarterback. And the Jets, I think, had that with Mike White. Uh-huh. Like you said, the doctors wouldn't clear him. He's got cracked ribs. He had gone to several different doctors to try to clear him. That's how much this kid wanted to play. Yeah. And unfortunately, they say Zach Wilson has uh, – I, I don't know. It's, it's like uh, – it's like taking a a child and putting him in the corner to try to learn a lesson. Yep. He says he's learned. We'll we, see. I, we will see. We'll find out in about an hour. Yeah, I think Quinton Williams is not playing either for the Jets. That's a big loss. Um, golf on the road may not do as well as at home, but I think this Lions spirit and the coach has got the Lions going in the right direction. I like the Lions as a short dog here. Give me the Lions plus one point. Uh, to be able to win the game outright. That's not that's not bad analysis. I was all the way torn on this game, and what it boils down to for me is that the offense back, is clicking. The offense is clicking. The Jets are at home. It's going to be cold up in the Meadowlands today. They're eight and five against the number against another team, the Lions, who are nine and four against the number. This bet for me is squarely on Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson was the second overall pick in the NFL draft. He's been the least talented, the least, you know favorable quarterback out of that draft. I think this is a make-or-break game for Zach Wilson in his career. Um, I think that if Zach Wilson come out there, play clean football, be a leader of men, which he's not been able to do, and win this football game, they might roll with him going forward. If he comes out and he plays like a child and he doesn't lead and he doesn't have accountability, this is it for him. No accountability. This This is it for him. This kid is like an egomaniac. He's got, you know... Instagram, and yeah, he's got pictures of his mom, and he's with and, milfs and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it just—I think it's just gone yeah. straight to his head. It has, and, and I don't think he's concentrating and, as and, much. And, as I'm he big, and I'm big on second chances, and I'm going to give him. This is my last chance with you, Zach. All right, I'm ta- Zach. I'm taking you on the money line today, Jets. Zach, I'm counting on you. This will be the uh, the last time. Um, it's make or break for you. And uh, in terms of my bankroll, it's make or break for me, for you. So It's plus two now, by yep, the way. Yep, minus two, minus $1.25 on the money line. So I'll give you two points with the Lions. And I'm going to go Jets money line here to get the win at home behind their home crowd. We'll see what happens. Oh, Steelers and Panthers, my <laughs> lord. Okay, um, another game with actually some decent playoff implications. Both these teams come in five and eight. Um on the outside looking in, but still have a chance. Um, and that's all you ask for this late in the year. Try a chance to get in the dance. Um, both teams 5-8. and eight. A win here gets them that much closer to teams that are going to have 6-7 and seven losses and get in the postseason. I think 
a 9-8 and eight record can get you into the playoffs this year with the way the parity in the NFL has worked. What's that mean for these two teams, Boogs? It means they both have to win out. Mm-hmm. Neither of them can win out because they play each other. Yep. Five and eight, five and eight. Now, from what we talked about before the game, before the pod, shall I say, you have a lot more faith in my Steelers than I do. I don't know why. I only went against them one time in two and a half years of doing this show, and I lost. They won the game when I, I went against them on a Monday night, and I think that's a good omen for me. And I'm going to take Carolina. <laughs> In hopes that Pittsburgh wins this game. Because I don't see it. No picket. Trubisky, I'm off. My stock, I sold my stock. I I was high on him. I sold my stock. Both teams are hopeful to get in the playoffs. It's a big game. The loser's essentially eliminated. So when I cap the game, I don't see. The only thing that I think there's a a leeway on for the Steelers, that they have the advantages with TJ and them rushing the passer. Um, But Sam Darnold, though. Since he has came in to this uh, this team, two and zero, two straight wins. Last win was at Seattle last week, which was very shocking. And um, yeah, I'll keep it short. I'm going to take the Panthers money line as my official play in hopes that I'm wrong and the Steelers win. Yeah, isn't that funny how Sam Darnold actually also came from the Jets? And, uh, again, he had to be put in the corner. Seems like an organizational problem. (laughs) I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just going to keep it simple here. I think Trubisky gets another shot here at redemption. I'm going to go with the Steelers plus the three. I think that uh, maybe he's not as aggressive as he was uh, previously. Yeah, he he came in guns blazing. He really did. And, you know, something, that, 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 that loss, like, when I think about this, if they just won that game, we watched Baltimore play the Browns yesterday. Yeah. They couldn't move the football. No. All we had to do was beat the Browns at home or beat the Ravens at home. We'd be sitting at six and seven right now. Right there. With a chance to win this game and be five hundred yep. setting up a Christmas Eve matchup with the Raiders to literally go above five hundred and we'd be in the freaking driver's seat You're right there. to go to the postseason. Right there. The loss last week for me killed our season. And that's why I'm fading them. I get it. I get it. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I think that their defense will uh, go ahead and disrupt uh, the Panthers QB and that offense. Um, Panthers defense actually is playing pretty well. Uh, they are 4-3 and three at home. So uh, watch out for that. But I think the Steelers plus the 3. I think it's a closer game than people think. Give me the Steelers plus the 3. And I hope you're right, my friend. And Steeler fans travel. There will probably be uh, a lot of Steeler fans in that stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte is not far from Pittsburgh. So it could be like a Steeler home game. I hope you're right. Cowboys-Jags. Already kind of wrapped the Cowboys into my Cowboys-Eagles money line parlay. But this is also a big game with playoff implications. Jacksonville's 5-8. and eight. Um, in the hunt in the AFC, trying to keep their season alive against a Cowboys team who really had a wake-up call last week, almost losing to the 1-11 and Texans. Um, Dak threw a pick, and the defense got a big stop, and then they drove down the field and scored a late touchdown uh, to win that game. Dallas needs to keep winning because next week we have a Dallas Eagles showdown um, in Dallas. So, big game. Uh, next week for both those teams, but um, you know I think that I think Dallas bounced back and wins this game. Um, I'm going under though in this game. I think Dallas's defense can really keep this Jacksonville offense at bay and get after Trevor Lawrence. They're allowing uh, their top five in the league in defense, 17.6 a game. So I could see um, 
I can see Jacksonville really struggling to get to that twenty point marker. And uh, Jacksonville's defense has been decent too. I think it's more of a lower scoring game where both teams are going to try to run the football and establish that. Um, total's a little high too. It's forty eight. So I'm going to go under 48 in this game. Okay, I can see that. Um, I definitely like that analysis. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. Minus 17 and a half last week with this Cowboy team. Unbelievable. Uh, it was just a really, really bad game. Maybe they were looking ahead. Uh, again, it was an interstate rivalry with Houston, though. And yep. uh, that was the Houston Texans Super Bowl. Uh, so I, I think that uh, they they almost pulled out the miracle uh, win. Dallas did pull out the miracle win, going 98 yards uh, in the last minute and a half to be able to win the game outright. Um, now they play a Jaguars team on the road. Uh, Cowboys laying four points today. I think they learned their lesson. I think that defense shuts down Trevor Lawrence. I think that uh, the Cowboys are not as aggressive. I think Dak needs to go ahead and stop trying to throw things in the windows and just give the ball to Pollard and Zeke yep. and make some more smarter throws. That's all in the um, Obviously, they've, they've, they've learned that they can win without Dak. This um, is true. Not against a, a great team like Philly earlier, but Cooper Rush did a not a bad job. Yeah. This is Dak's team, though. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Cowboys. I'm laying the four points. I think the Cowboys can win by at least 10 points today. Give me the Cowboys minus four. Cowboys that get the win and the cover in Jacksonville to push their record to 11-3, and setting up an absolute showdown next week against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I wonder if the NFL is going to flex this game. Right now it's the 125 Fox game on New Year's Eve. Um New Year's Eve, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve. Sorry, and I, I and I, I, I wonder if they will flex that to Sunday Night Football. I hope they do because it's, Raiders Steelers Ra- not a very good Raiders year. and Steelers ain't as sexy as it once thought. So I'm wondering if they swap that out and they give you Eagles Cowboys on Sunday night. We'll see how that pans out. Um, if they end up, you know, flexing that game, that's obviously the best game of the year with these two teams. With Dak playing last time, it was Cooper Rush. Exactly. So we'll see what happens next week. They do play next week. Cowboys to really keep it closer and uh, get this win and cover. Last 10 o'clock game is Chiefs and the Texans. My survivor pick of the day, Kansas City to win this game, obviously. But 14.5 points is a little bit ridiculous, in my opinion. Uh, The Chiefs have won three games this season by more than 20. And um, they've only won – they haven't won a game – or I'm sorry – They've won three games this year by more than 14 points. Um, a season opener against the Cardinals. They went on the road and beat San Francisco by 21. And then they beat the uh, the Rams a few weeks back by 16. Um, they're coming off a sloppy win in Denver. The Texans are coming off a close loss. But if you look at the last five games, yeah, the Texans have lost all of them. But they've been pretty competitive. Um they only lost by more than 14 in one of those games. That was at Miami where they dug themselves a steep hole, came back, and uh, actually got the backdoor cover mm-hmm. and lost by 15. But, um, you know, at home they lost by 13 to the Browns. It, it, it's just one of them things where every time I seem to lay double digits in the NFL, I get burned. So I do have the Chiefs in my survivor pool. I think they'll win this game, but I think that's too many points. And I'm going to take the uh, Houston Texans. And I'll buy the half a point. Texans plus 15 at home today. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, I think I might have 
I might have been a little bit crazier if it wasn't for the fact that the Cowboys watching that game last week. Again, I, I like my analysis as to, to why afterwards, obviously, 2020 is hindsight. It is. But the fact of the matter is the Texans are at home. They're cashing 14, 14 and a half points. Um, and I think that they got a little bit of pride in this Chiefs team. This Chiefs team's defense has not been as dominant as it has been over the last few years. And Patrick Mahomes, as great as he has been, he threw three picks last week. Yes, he did. Uh, he was sloppy. He's a little bit sloppy. I And the Texans are at home. They're catching 14. Maybe a backdoor cover here. Um, it could be done at the half for all I know. This is true. But nonetheless, I'm going to go ahead and take a shot here with the Texans plus 14. Not one of my best picks. But I do like the Texans plus the 14. Texans getting all them points. We move on. 14 and a half actually right now. Yeah. So we're getting more than two scores. Uh, Cardinals and Broncos. We move on to the 1 o'clock spot. Cardinals still mathematically alive. Before 9 would need to win out, go 8 and 9, and pray to God all hell breaks loose. Denver already eliminated from playoff contention. No Russell Wilson in this matchup. Brett Ripien against Colt McCoy. So it will not be Kyler Murray versus Russell. Kyler out for the year. Russell out in this game. Brett Ripien versus Kurt M- Colt McCoy, two teams that are just downward spiraling, um, just kind of throwing darts here at this matchup here. I think maybe Ripien can bring maybe a little bit of a spark to the offense a little bit. I think their defense is good. It's a tough place to play up there in Denver, Mile High Stadium. They are 2-4 and four this year at home, so two of their three, their three wins this year, yeah. two, two at home, one in London. Mm. Haven't won on the road, but they've, they've won the couple at home. Um, Arizona's also a better road team than home team. Um, they've lost four or five. Broncos have lost five straight. I mean, these two teams are both done for. But uh, I'll take Brett Rippey in, and I'll, t- I'll give the uh, the Broncos a shot at home. Minus 130 on the money line. Let's take Denver to beat the Cardinals. I think this will be a uh, team that will go ahead and rely on their defense against this Cardinals team. I'm going to go ahead and take the Broncos minus two. Uh, they seem to be able to get it done today against a bad Cardinals team without Kyler. Give me the Broncos minus two. Broncos minus two. Pretty simple analysis there. Patriots and Raiders. And hey, everybody get ready because me and Boogie got a few agreement picks in a row here, baby. <laughs> I was so excited. Uh, it was starting off a little shaky and I was like, okay, we're, we're coming around a little bit. <laughs> Raiders and the Patriots. Um, a big game in the AFC for playoff implications. The Patriots occupy the seven seed right now at seven and six. They are tied with the Chargers and the Jets with tiebreakers um, over both teams. So right now, they're occupying a playoff spot, and they control their own destiny. They're taking on a Raiders team who had an absolutely horrific loss on Thursday night football against the Rams. 16-3 lead with four minutes to go, and you let Baker Mayfield drive down the field, score. You get a stop. He goes 98 yards in two minutes and beats you 17-16. The Raiders and the Steelers are in the same boat for me. It was like a, a, a... a season-altering loss for the Raiders because same scenario as the Steelers. They win that game. They're six and seven. They're at home. They're playing a seven and sixteen. They can win and be have the same record and have the tiebreaker over the Patriots. Now you're kind of trying to play catch up a little bit. But with that being said, despite the fact that Belichick is fantastic against his former assistants, Raiders at home today, season virtually on the line, zigzag factor, right? Patriots coming off a huge win on Monday night, blowing out the Cardinals. Raiders coming off a horrific loss. Potential ex- exact zigzag factor here. I'm going Raiders money line minus a dollar thirty-five. Raiders will beat the Patriots today. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, this Raiders team is just, I mean, with everything that was horrific last year and being able to pull out all these close wins, it's been completely opposite. Uh, same thing with the Vikings. Vikings had been uh, kind of shorthanded last year, losing a lot of bad close games, and yep. now they flip-flopped it, and it's been completely opposite uh, for this Raiders team, as they won a lot of close games last year, got into the playoffs with that crazy uh, win at the end of the game instead of a tie with the Chargers yep. in the final game of the season. Uh -huh. And now the Raiders have been snake-bitten uh, this year. Um, their defense has let them down. The offense, I think, is starting to click, though. They get back uh, a couple of guys um, as Renfro, as maybe even Darren Waller might be playing again today. Definitely Renfro. Um, I think this uh, this team with Jacobs, uh, and you got to go ahead and you got to go and give Carr a shot here. It's funny though because this these two teams with McDaniel's as the head coach. Might be next year if he gets fired. I don't know if he's going to or not, but if he gets fired, watch out for him to be their offensive coordinator again back in New England yep. and and put mm -hmm. the defensive coordinator, who's the offensive coordinator back right now, coordinator. back to the defensive coordinator. And they'll be better, yep. In the Patriots. But right now, this Patriots offense is struggling. Mac Jones is completely frustrated. And I like the Raiders at home today. Laying uh, the two points. You could take them on the money line if you'd like. I'm going to go ahead and lay the two. Am I crazy? I don't know. Yes. But give me the, the Raiders. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll flip-flop with you. I'll take the Raiders on the money oh, line. Oh, man. I was able to have a positive influence in your life. I'm so happy about that. Chargers and the Titans. Just another one of these games. Sound like a broken record. Another humongous game with AFC playoff implications. Huge. Titans are seven and six. Chargers are seven and six. Titans lead the dreadful AFC South with that seven and six record. Um, that's what's crazy is a win by the Jags and a loss by the Titans. The Jags are one game back and they just beat the Titans. Yeah. And you have the Chargers seven and six tie with the Patriots. Outside looking in, I mean, big game, like huge, big game for both teams. But you know something? Justin Herbert showed me something last week with that 23-17 win against the Dolphins, and i like him to continue his momentum. Titans have lost three straight, which is very interesting. Bengals, Eagles, Jags. Disappointing loss. You would think zigzag theory on this, but I'm not buying it on this game. Another money line selection, Bugs. Minus 150. Give me the Chargers to beat the Titans. It's so weird, too, because, you know, unfortunately... These running backs in the NFL, they get used and abused. And Derrick Henry, to me, looks like he is getting um, very, very old, very fast. Um, this is the, true. the kid can run, but uh, how many times do you have to rely on him as Tannehill? Uh, just sometimes just cannot bring it to to his A game there. So they do rely on the run. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I, I like Herbert in the Chargers today. That's I really good. do. I think that that offense is clicking. You got Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back. Um, you know, Eckler obviously yeah. at the running back position. Uh -huh. This Chargers offense clicking right now. Give me the Chargers minus the three, minus uh, the dollar oh five. If you want to go ahead and go ahead and just bet them minus three, there it is. Chargers take care of business against the Titans. That's really going to tighten things up in the AFC. And we have our last game. It is the CBS game of the day. Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call for a young. Bull of a great quarterback, Joe Burrow, going against the GOAT, Tom Brady. 
Oh man, the specialty game of the day, and I might have talked you into something here, and I hope I'm right. <laughs> Think about this, Boogie. Last three games for the for the Bucks, they lost an OT at the Browns. They're down 16 to three on Monday night with five minutes to go, and the goat does goat things and comes back and beats the Saints 17-16 with a touchdown pass with three seconds to go. And then last week they go up to San Francisco and get absolutely bum rushed by that. Pass rush, 35-7 loss last week. What has Cincinnati done, Boogs? Cincinnati is the hottest team in football. They've won five straight games. They haven't lost since Halloween when they played the Browns. You would think, oh, yeah, give me the, lay the points. Not so fast. Give me the freaking goat, baby. <laughs> give me the goat. Buy the half a point. Get the bucks plus the four. Potential bet of the day here as Tampa Bay We'll take care of business, and Tom Brady, somehow, some way, we'll do it again. Give me the goat, baby, plus four. I mean, it sounds sexy. It really does sound sexy. The fact of the matter is that that Brady's offense, though, is not clicking the way that he wants it to be. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I think that this could be his final year in Tampa. I think he goes one more year. How about this? How how about, well, I don't know if he can, but... Back to the Patriots? How about the they Niners. go to San Francisco for mm. his final year mm. and uh, get rid of Garoppolo and watch Brock Purdy be his backup. backup. Oh, my Lord. And then he learns from the GOAT. And, and then Brock Purdy's the next Tom Brady. There you go. I mean, Mr. Irrelevant is very mm-hmm. relevant now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I don't know. I've kind of flip-flopped on this one. I mean, if you're talking numbers, it looks like the Bengals should be able to take care of business against this Bucks team. They're laying three and a half right now on the road. Prime time, like you said, 125 Pacific time. Tom Brady at home catching three and a half, though. It's going to be an interesting game. I mean, it, it, was it really Brady's fault with all that points being scored? I know he didn't play very well last week. I know he was very frustrated. But that San Francisco defense is yeah. just unbelievable. So I, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give him one more shot today. Let's go, baby. You're giving me three and a half points with the GOAT. I'll go ahead and take a shot here with Tom Brady. Not my best play, but I'll go ahead and give him one more shot today plus three and a half. Sometimes it just is what it is. You're giving him one more shot the same way I'm giving Zach Wilson one more shot. And I wanted to... Um synergize with you on that prediction of going to San Francisco. So think about this, okay? They, they'll cut Jimmy G, right? They cut Jimmy G. Trey Lance, who they drafted high, they'll trade him for draft picks. They'll get Tom Brady. Maybe they'll trade Trey Lance for Tom Brady. Who knows? All I know, Tom Brady to the Buccaneers, Brock Purdy's his backup. Brady plays one more season next year in San Francisco. Wins the Super Bowl. Wins the Super Bowl. Teaches Brock Purdy everything he knows. Because you got to think, they're probably wired the same. Brady's a six-round pick. Brock Purdy's Mr. Irrelevant. He teaches Brock Purdy everything he knows. Brady wins a Super Bowl with San Fran. Rides off into the sunset. Gets back with Giselle. Gets his family back together. Oh, God. The soap opera. Brock Purdy becomes the starting quarterback of the 49ers the following year, and the 49ers start a dynasty with Brock Purdy at quarterback. We'll have to... uh, How about them apples? We'll have to rewind episode 205 and see if that one comes through. Let's see if it comes through. That'd be an interesting scenario. Nonetheless, Buccaneers, best bet material for me today on this podcast. Buccaneers over the Bengals. Get the points. 
Sunday night fixed game, the Giants and the Commanders. Another big game with playoff implications. As, um, you know, both of these teams are fighting for their playoff lives at this point. This is a 6-7 versus seven matchup of two teams with the same record. 7-5-1. and one. Commanders are 6th, Giants are 7th. They both tied on the 4th of December two weeks ago in New York, 20-20. A game that the Giants completely squandered away, by the way. 20-20 overtime tie. Commanders had a bye week. So, Washington... Plays the Giants, has a bye, and plays the Giants again. So they've only had to concentrate on the Giants the last two weeks. Giants had the tie, played Philly, and got bum-rushed. 48-22, the Eagles blow out the Giants. Now the Commanders are hosting the Giants on Sunday Night Football, and I'm seeing a lot of money coming in on the Giants. And you know what I do when I see a lot of money coming in on the Giants? I go the other way. I take the Commanders. <laughs> so, the Commanders, I mean, I think they're the better football team. Taylor Heineke's added a spark. That defense and that pass rush is good. And um, I think they take care of business. I'll lay the four points with the Commanders on Sunday Night Football. Commanders minus four. Lock it in. All right. Well, I'm going oppo here. I think the Giants uh, kind of learned their lesson. And uh, they gave that game away against the Commanders. Uh, and they are getting four and a half currently, so I'm going to go ahead and just keep it simple. Uh, I think the Giants can go ahead and keep it closer. Commanders may win by a field goal, but that's not enough for me because Giants get four and a half. That seems like a winner to me. Give me the Giants plus four and a half. There it is, baby. Last game of the weekend, baby. Monday night football. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are looking to keep their playoff hopes alive as they take on the L.A. Rams, who are also looking to keep their playoff hopes alive at 4-9. Really? Yeah, they got to win out. They're, they're not mathematically eliminated. Until you are, I'll still give you a chance. Baker Mayfield uh, had the best game of his career with that comeback win last week. And uh, Green Bay is coming off a bye, um, looking to keep the momentum going. This is uh, this is, I'm flipping on this. You know what? You're flipping on I'm, this? I'm flipping. I'm scratching this. Scratch it. As I say that, I'm like, Baker Mayfield just had the craziest thing ever happen. I'm taking Green Bay, lay the seven. I mean, it's just simple for me. I think Aaron Rodgers and this offense is starting to click. I know they've had a horrible year at five and eight or three and three at home, but this Rams team is just anemic. Baker Mayfield gave them a nice little, nice little push last week, but I think that was more on the Raiders. That's true. Uh, losing that game. More or less versus the Rams really winning that game. Um, give me the Packers at home. Minus yeah. seven points today. I think that uh, they their defense is still pretty good. The Packers defense is still pretty good. Rams won't have enough offense to be able to keep up with this Packers team. Uh, this was also kind of, I kind of lean a little bit more towards like comparing the, the Bears and the Rams kind of the same a little bit with yeah. giving the lean towards the Bears. And the Packers took care of business against the Bears. Give me the Packers minus seven today at home. Keep it simple. Monday Night Football, Green Bay minus seven. And just a weather report, it will be 24 degrees in Green Bay. Oh, so even better. I mean, you're going to an L.A. team. Yeah, you have an L.A. team coming from the beach, going into a neighborhood to play a football game against Aaron Rodgers at night on Monday Night Football. With their season on the line. Yep, Green Bay minus seven. That is a freaking lock, my Love friend. Love it. Aaron Rodgers is going to shred. They're coming together, too, as of late. Um, they played very well against 
Christian even, Watson. Even Philly, a 40-33 loss at Philly a couple weeks back is nothing to ride home about. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he owns the Bears. Green Bay sitting at 5-8. and eight. They're trying to squeak their way into the playoffs here, and it's it's doable because when you look at the, the playoff picture here, the Seahawks already lost Bugs to go to 7-7. Seven and seven. Either the Commanders or Giants are going to lose to get to 7-6-1. and one. Who knows what happens with the Lions today. Mm-hmm. So, Green Bay, they got, they got it right in front of them. Green Bay minus 7. That's a wrap. Best bet. I'm going to keep my best bet very short and sweet. Go get the GOAT plus 4 by the half a point. Tampa Bay Buccaneers best bet plus 4 against the Bengals today is my best bet. Yeah, I'm flip-flopped uh, here on my best bet because I love them both. Um, but I think that this is a big-time wake-up call last week. For this team, I think they come back with a vengeance. Give me the Cowboys laying four points. I think that defense will shut down Trevor Lawrence and that offense. There it is. Cowboys minus four. Boogie's blockbuster best bet for today. Mm-hmm. Go, That's a wrap. Go get them. Run to the window because they're going to go ahead and give you quick cash outs. Yep. Boogie's blockbuster best bet. Cowboys minus four. Give me that and run to the window. Cowboys minus four. Tampa Bay Bucks plus four. That's our best bets on episode 205. Happy Sunday, everybody. Game starting in an hour. Bear and out. Boogie out.